Welcome to the Inspiring You Show. I'm Henry, and today we are going to be talking about some of the events that have been happening in the U.S., and this um, does include talking about some of the violence that's been happening, gun violence, um, and also uh, we will be doing a meditation at the end, a loss and grief meditation, a Reiki energy healing meditation. So if you feel like you need some support, then stay tuned for that. And we are also going to be doing a Kundalini yoga tradition to support those who have passed away from violence recently and anyone else who could use the support as well for the highest good. And so, as everyone may know, or if you're new, hello, welcome. Um, I really feel like layering modalities are really important. And so I am an equal opportunist when it comes to um, learning about different types of meditation styles, as well as different traditions to support. And I feel like there is nuggets and wisdom in each one of them. And that actually, I was inspired by years ago, I went and heard Gandhi's grandson speak and his grand, grandson talked about how his grandfather liked to study all religions and he liked to um, take in the wisdom that really resonated for him. And so I feel in some ways I am also a seeker in a lot of different ways of learning, growing, and understanding different pasts and traditions. And so I really like to layer modalities and tools. Okay, so last week I saw a, a, a statistic um, on social media on a site called At Impact that said 1,320 people in the U.S. have died from gun violence. And it's January. The year has just started. Uh, and this was followed by the amount of mass shootings in one month shouldn't be normal. We need to change. And yes, we do. The challenge is, is that violence has already become normalized in our society. Violence has become an epidemic. I saw another site that said end violence epidemic. And as I researched it, I found, you know, said violence is among the most significant health problems, not only because of death and injury, but also because of the harm, fear, and trauma caused to families and communities. It leads to a broad range of mental and physical health problems that disproportionately impact children, youth, and communities. Um, and with this, I just was thinking about the different types of violence. I mean, obviously in the U.S. right now, there's a lot of mass shootings, so gun violence. 
But also there's war violence. I mean, I think about the people in Ukraine and, and also Russia where the war has been going on for is it almost a year. And, um, you know, the tragedy and the suffering that that the people must be maybe under. Um, the stress, the trauma, the sorrow, the loss and grief. So there's different aspects of violence. And, you know, friends, violence has already been normalized long before you and I were ever born. You just have to look back in history. The pages are filled with unjustified violence that becomes righteous depending on the viewpoint. Or turn on the TV to see how far and wide it spreads. So it's really about us coming to a point where we're ready to undo, unravel, let go of the old ways of doing. Let go of that old paradigm. Let go of that old earth. Let go of those old broken systems. And this really calls for a responsibility for each of us to really learn to be beacons of peace to learn nonviolent communication instead of using physical or verbal violence, to encourage using and learning tools to heal hurt, sadness, to learn new ways of being instead of fists up first to feel offended, and to learn new ways on how to support both the victim as well as the bully because oftentimes there's a reason why that bully has triggered into wanting to hurt another. Maybe they've been hurt at home. They've seen something. And so really letting us find new ways of inspired action, of peace, and compassion to create new ways in how to move forward. And I was already thinking about our relationship to violence and the world when I heard about what happened to Tyree Nichols. And I turned on Reiki. I asked for Reiki to go to the situation for past, present, and future. And if anyone wanted to receive it for the highest good. And I really then took some time to go inward to become steady. And once I found that groundedness, I asked for blessings to be sent to Tyree and his family, the Memphis community. And I took time to just honor Tyree. And I then 
once I honored him and asked for blessings to be sent, I made myself watch the video of what happened to him. I felt it was important to send Reiki. I felt guided to send Reiki because you can send Reiki to the past, present, and future. Because in, in terms of energy, it's not the same linear aspects. I also felt it was important to not turn away, but to witness. And in my own way, it was letting him know he wasn't alone. As I watched, I had tears rolling down my eyes with a deep sorrow emanating from me as the Memphis police officers, police officers just beat this, this child, this human being. It was, it just, it, it was so incredibly inhumane and devastating. It was devastating and heartbreaking to listen to him call out from his mother. I felt sick to my stomach. He was yelling his mother's name, and meanwhile, the police officers, they're hired to protect and defend the community, which includes him. And they weren't, and there was such, they weren't even treating him like he was a human being. I closed my eyes and I cried even more and sat for a long time with what I'd seen. The officers were charged this week with second degree murder. And a life has been unjustly taken. And now those five officers and their families, their lives have changed as well as Tyree's family and the community. It's not just one individual. We are a collective. It affects all of us. Whether we want to acknowledge it or not, it affects all of us. The system is broken how the officers were trained, or in this case, not trained, is failing everyone. Before, before the footage was released, his mother asked the public to stay calm. She didn't want to see the city burn or for people to be hurt in her son's honor. This woman who just lost her son, her child, was concerned about the community. She stood up to protect and serve the community by asking to stay calm. Her compassionate leadership 
did more than the police who are being paid and trained who are supposed to be there to protect and serve. Our system is so broken. It is an old paradigm system that is just hurting people. It doesn't work anymore. And you can't fix what is created in the old paradigm. We are in a new experience. It's a new possibility. When I came out of the Reiki meditation, I wrote this and I wanted to share it. He was killed crying out for his mother. She was just 80 yards away at home. This heartbreak, this sorrow, this sadness, this this despair. Another act of violence, another vicious attack, another human being killed. It hurts me. It should hurt all of us. Feel it. Your humanity and his. Don't turn away. This vicious assault affects all of us. This wound of trauma continues to expand. It seeps into the collective and spreads its grief, howling the pain of loss of life gone too soon, screaming at the recklessness of those in power positions who abuse, mistreat, kill. The injustice of those being paid to protect yet fail to have basic humanity, treatment towards those they're earning a paycheck to serve. Those in political seats who talk yet do nothing to make change. Friends, let this hideous brutality serve to move you into action, to help make change that needs to happen. If you don't know how, you can start by being more aware and loving your neighbors. Like so many of us, I cried when I heard what happened. And I have been thinking about his mom, his young son, family, friends, coworkers, the community that he loved to interact with. His family ultimately shared a video of him skateboarding. And it's just beautiful to see his light. And that is really how I want to remember him. And that's how they want to remember him. So that's how I will also choose to remember him. Riding happily on a skateboard and living, looking at how bright his light is, an inspiring photographer who loved sunsets, his mom, his son, community. I will choose to acknowledge the sorrow and turn the despair and the rage at the inaction against broken systems into the action of my own alongside all of you. And let us once again commit to being part of the solution to change this enough Let's take a moment to honor Tyree Nichols. All this raises an important question that we have been, we've had before, but let's talk about it again. What can be done 
what can be done to honor all those lost to horrific violence that would really make a difference? What can also be done to honor those who have lost their lives to mass shootings, including the two that happened the past week in California? They were innocent people who got up one morning, went to work or a celebration and were gunned down. Or to those around the world in the global community who are suffering some sort of oppression or are under fire in terms of war. Each of us must ask ourselves what can be done. What can we do? And don't turn away, my friends. Find the courage and bravery to look within and to allow yourself to break the broken system cycle. The term cycle breaker refers to a person intentionally changing multi-generational family patterns, or in this case, societal, cultural, the way that relationship has been with violence that has been handed down through the outdated, through the old outdated systems. A cycle breaker will need to dive deep into the origins of their behaviors, society, cultural, root, and then root out unhealthy patterns. Cycle breaking involves both deep introspective work and intentional behavioral change, my friends. With one small step forward, though, for each of us, if we each commit in our own way to breaking the cycles of senseless violence in this nation, things can change. But we must commit to becoming cycle breakers, letting go of the old, outdated systems, and allowing to create a new system that is more beneficial for all and not just for some. Individuals need to have the courage to step forward and say, there is a different way forward. There is a different way forward. No more to that old, outdated system. There is a different way forward. Tyree Nichols' mother did that by saying no to the prospect of violent protests being held in her son's name. The Memphis police chief did that this week when she acted swiftly by firing the police officers, holding a press conference and releasing the footage of the incident for the world to see. Cycle breakers are what we need right now. We need those who are willing to clear old patterns programs to release from old paradigms, old systems, and be light disruptors of the shadow of the old ways. We need people who are willing to anchor light, to bring in the light, to allow a new way forward. And I know that each of you who are listening, my friends, you are light workers, you are way showers. 
you are here to bring light and physical form. Many of you have already broken a cycle in your own family, in your own community, your own streets, on your own street, your own workplace. Many of you already brought in new patterns that have helped yourself, your family, your workplace, others to heal. Many of you already broken the cycle of abuse or addiction or violence in your families. Many have you all many of you also broke the cycle of poverty. When I decided that I was going to career transition from television after experiencing abuse on set where I disassociated and it was so painful. It was painful for me to be in the experience of the disassociation and being abused. And it was also really painful to see others being abused as well by a person who was a person who had trauma as well. I remember though, like having a moment of, I said, I don't deserve to be treated this way. And that was it. I was done. I got up and left. I broke the cycle. Yes, I loved working in television. I loved working in the entertainment industry. I loved, I loved making TV. I didn't love the abuse that happened at times. It wasn't on every show, but it was enough times. And I broke the cycle. I was like, no more. I don't deserve to be treated this way. I got up and left. I was done. And when I think about entertainment industry, the TV and, and film industries, it was created. The work cycle was created in an old paradigm system, in the old patriarchal system. It's an outdated system. And there's oppression. It, there's repression. And there are, there's abuse. And, yeah, I, I left because it didn't feel good. And I didn't deserve to be treated that way. And I made a change. It was challenging. It was scary. There, there was a lot of fear, terror involved. And, um, but ultimately, I kept using the tools to support myself, regrounding, realigning, connecting into the energy of courage, bravery, and hope. And acknowledging when I felt scared or confused or lost or I was in hopelessness or felt overwhelmed. And I just kept using the tools to support because I had been in, I had worked in that industry for over 20 25 years. And so I was in, I had patterns 
That was what I did for to earn income. That was a pattern. So I had to change that. So it is possible to be a cycle breaker. And I know that many of you are. And the outdated and broken system has just kept people oppressed, repressed, oppressed for years. And there have been many moments when people have stood up. Yet, my friends, we haven't fully healed or solved the problems. And it's evident based on how much violence, anger, divisiveness that is just being spewed around. So we need more people to stand up, find their voice, and be light bearers of compassionate, inspired action to support making lasting change that brings in evolution of the light codes that are possible now for the highest good. To bring in a change of how we are interacting in this physical world with one another. To be in more compassionate action with one another, more in the energy of love as opposed to fear, terror, punishment, anger, violence. We need to be the keepers of compassion, not the keepers of punishing, violence. Keepers of compassion, light bearers of compassionate, inspired action. Each one of us are cycle breakers. So my friends, let yourself take center stage and be inspired to find the personal, professional, and political courage needed for real change. We can't evolve, progress in our lives, in our families, or in society unless we release old patterns, programs, and paradigms from the outdated, broken system. Each one of us has a responsibility to be a caretaker, a cycle breaker, and a change maker as we are here living this human experience. So my friends, use your voice to commit to change and the tools to support yourself and others. Be the change you want to see in the world, like Gandhi said. And then here's something that I want to share with you from Jack Cornfield. Human life inevitably brings gain and loss, joy and sorrow. Grief is one of the heart's natural responses to loss. When we grieve, we allow ourselves to feel the truth of our pain, the measure of betrayal, or tragedy in our life. By our willingness to mourn, we slowly acknowledge, integrate, and accept the truth of our losses. Sometimes the best way to let go is to simply grieve. It takes courage to grieve, to honor the pain we carry. We can grieve in tears or in meditative silence, in prayer or in song. In touching the pain of recent and long-held griefs, We come face-to-face with our genuine human vulnerability, with the helplessness and the hopelessness. These are the storm clouds of the heart. 
We need to respect our tears and help one another. Without a wise way to grieve, we can only soldier on, armored and unfeeling. But our hearts cannot learn and grow from the sorrows of the past. Be aware that the grief we carry may be our own or the pains of those close to us. It may also be tears for the world, the sufferings caused by violence, climate change, human divisiveness, racism, and war. These too are in our hearts. Yet human suffering is not the end of the story. When we touch our grief and tears honorably, they can empower us. They can lead us to care more deeply, to love more fully, to renew life through our actions. Let yourself take those words in. And now, my friends, let us do a mindful Reiki energy healing meditation. I invite you to find a comfortable position, either sitting or laying down. Close your eyes or keep them open. And then when you're ready, let yourself take three deep breaths. Breathing in life force energy. Breathing out what no longer serves you. Breathing in life force energy. Breathing out no longer serves you. Letting yourself shift from being in your head, going into your heart space. If it helps, let yourself see a beautiful staircase from your head to your heart. Going down the stairs, going down the stairs into your heart space. And from here, we're going to meditate on grief. Taking the time to create an atmosphere of support. Letting yourself sense a field of strength and support wherever you can. Letting yourself feel that connection. Maybe you feel your loved ones, your spiritual teachers, Mother Earth who has seen it all, your spirit guides for highest good. Calling in that support for your highest good. Letting yourself feel that love, the care, the nurturing, the compassion, the kindness. And then when you're ready, let yourself go deeper inward, tuning into your breath even more. And then we're going to turn on Reiki. Asking to let go of ego, personal intellect, step aside, becoming clear channels to allow the holy fire Reiki energy coming through. Asking anybody, asking that if anybody wishes to receive it, let Reiki be sent to them for their highest good, as well as for their intentions to manifest with ease and grace for highest good and gratitude. Asking that Reiki supports clearing any non-beneficial aspects in terms of grief, loss, pain, hurt disharmony and calling in the beneficial energies of peace groundedness alignment
hope, courage, bravery, inspiration, love, being calm, wisdom, care, loving kindness, equanimity, and anything else that would be beneficial and gratitude. And now, let yourself continue to tune into your breath, breathing in life force energy, breathing out what no longer serves you, feeling your breathing in the area of your chest. This can help you to become present to what is within you. Taking one hand and holding it gently on your heart, if you wish as if you are holding a vulnerable human being because you are my friends. So take one hand if you wish and hold it gently on your heart as if you are holding a vulnerable human being. And as you continue to breathe, Bring to mind the loss or the pain you are grieving. Let the story, the images, the feelings come naturally. Hold them gently. Take your time. Let the feelings come layer by layer, a little at a time. Keep breathing softly, compassionately. Let whatever feelings are there, pain, hurt, sorrow, grief, tears, anger, love, fear, anxiety, come as they will. Touch them gently. Let them unravel out of your body and mind and make space for any images that arise. Allow the whole story. Breathe and hold it all with tenderness and compassion. Kindness for it all, for you and for others.
The grief we carry is part of the grief of the world. Hold it gently. Let it be honored. And then when you're ready, you do not have to keep it anymore. You can let it go into the heart of compassion. You can weep and let it release. Releasing the grief we carry can be a long, tear-filled process. Yet it follows the natural intelligence of the body and the heart. Trust it. Trust the unfolding. Along with this Reiki meditation, some of your grief may want to be written in pages or poems. Some will need to be cried out, to be sung, to be danced. Let the timeless wisdom within you carry you through grief and awaken a tender, open heart. Keep in mind that grief doesn't just dissolve. You'll notice how grief arises in waves and gradually with growing compassion, there comes more space around it. Let it take its time. The heart opens in its own season and a little by little gaps of new life. Breaks in the rain clouds appear. The body relaxes and freer breaths appear. This is a natural cycle you can trust now. How life in the heart renews itself. Like the spring after winter, it always does. Letting yourself breathe in this life force energy. Breathe out what no longer serves you. Letting yourself receive Reiki if you wish to. Letting it clear, cleanse, release, rejuvenate, refresh. Letting the light fill in the spaces for the highest good for your highest good.
Let yourself now connect into the energy of courage and ask if you wish, if it resonates with you, ask, give me the courage and the strength to be a cycle breaker for my highest good. Wherever there are destructive, negative, non-beneficial patterns and programs, I ask that they are cleared and released for my highest good. And I call in new beneficial ways of being that is in my best interest and highest good. And help me to be brave enough to rise up, speak up, and take a stand for doing better in this human experience for the highest good in gratitude. Giving gratitude for all the healing that was received and will continue. And now we're going to move into the next part, which is a kundalini yoga tradition. It's going to be chanting a call, which this mantra is to help liberate the soul from the dense fields of the earth giving it a boost into the peace of the divine beyond. A call meaning undying, and it is the truth of the soul. It means that there is no death, only liberation. It reminds both the departed and those who remain behind of our true identity as deathless souls. And so you can continue having your eyes closed and you'll continue receiving Reiki through this if you wish to receive for your highest good. And I have a beautiful, I'm going to put on the music and you're going to hear someone talking and describing it and then the music will begin. And hold on. Chant Akal means deathless, undying energy of the soul. And I invite you to chant a call for anyone that you're so moved to tonight as it aids the soul to merge back with the divine in full and complete and to let go of this earth plane. As we chant it, let us feel the hearts of all of the family and friends as well, that we may also feel that merger in connection to the divine soul we also love.
nice deep breath. And when you're ready, you're going to start coming, bringing awareness back into your space, bringing awareness behind your eyes, wiggling your fingers, your toes. And then when you're ready, welcome back, my friends. And before we leave, we always want to de-link. And so, if you will, repeat after me if this resonates with you. Spirit world, spirit guides, here for us good. I ask to break the links with this meditation, with this Reiki energy healing meditation, with this Kundalini meditation of a call. I ask to break the links, leaving only harmony and balance at either ends. I also ask to clear any residual energies being held in my body as a result of these links. I ask the light, the Reiki, to fill in all the void cells, rejuvenates, refreshes, revitalizes for my highest good with ease and grace, and so it is. May peace be with all of you, my friends. And please remember that you want to be kind to yourself as you are moving through the day. And also, if you can, if you feel like you need to rest, let your body do so. Just be gentle with yourself. Practice listening to your body. The healing will continue and the energies will be integrated over the next couple of days. Please drink a lot of water because you'll be releasing and you want to stay hydrated, my friends, for your health. And remember, everyone has the ability to connect into their inner healer, their self-healer. Activating it is key. And I also just want to acknowledge that that beautiful song, that chant, was Sanatam Kaur with Todd Boston and Ramesh Kanan. And that was at the... Satnam Fest East in 2013. So thank you again, everyone, and much love, light, and Reiki blessings.